Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. Hi, I'm Jen from Fox Mustang Restoration. Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. We've been specializing in Fox Body Mustangs for 18 years, and we'll be doing regular features here on the Mustang Owners Podcast. So we hope you'll join us for those. Today, we're talking to Sam Perance, who is our employee at Fox Mustang Restoration, about his Fox Body and why he loves it. Welcome, Sam. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for being here. And so uh, for the listeners, Sam came to us in December of uh, 2021, um, but we actually knew him several years before that because he attends our Foxtoberfest show and pretty much any, even the smaller events that we have at our shop. And so um, we had a reference for him for a long time and it just worked out with the timing to um, bring him in. And what he does for us is our social media content. And also um, he has a film degree. So he does any of the filming that we need. I mean, he was actually in the shop where he working on cars on foxes today. So he does that as well. A little bit of everything. And he's very interesting to talk to just from the basis of being a car enthusiast. He is an overall car enthusiast, so you'll hear a little bit of that. Um, but he does own a Fox, so we'll be talking about that as well. So my first question for you, Sam, is that I know that um, your dad is also a car enthusiast, so you come by that passion, honestly. Do you remember a time in your life that you were not into cars? When I was real little... That was probably where I was like not into cars, but I distinctly have a, a, a strong memory. It was like we were going up to New York to visit my family, you know, my dad's side of the family. And in Shippingsburg at the hotel we usually stay at, there was like a Galaxy, a Ford Galaxy, like 65, 66, something like that. And at the time, it, it was a characteristic thing of me to say, is that a Mustang to my dad? Mm -hmm. Every, every, because my dad, <laughs> to give context, my dad has a, at the time, he has multiple 67 uh, coupe cars. And then uh, he got his dream car, which is a 68 Fastback, um, and then got rid of the coupe cars. So, I, you know, I, I knew what my dad had, and I always saw an old car, and I'd be like, is that a Mustang? So it was probably right at that point, it's like, when I got like knew I was into cars. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the for the listeners also, um, Sam is 20. Are you 24? Yeah, so I'm 24. OK, right. So most people in the um, the Fox world uh, are typically between 35 and 55. Um, that's the the majority of us, including myself. Um, so it's unusual. We don't have as many younger people, but it is exciting when we do have um, younger people. But um, Sam also has um, a, a large collection outside of just his Fox. So um, let's start with um, what was the very first car that you ever bought? Yeah, so that was it was 10 years last, this past December I got this car. And it was my 72 Pontiac Ventura body, but with a 72 uh, Chevy Nova nose on it. So it's called the Venova. It's kind of a full-on hot rod put together by, you know, as Chrysler products on it, it has Corvette parts on it, it has everything. So it's it's very much a hot rod. So that was your first car. So you got that when you were 14. Yeah. Wow. Was the Fox your next car? No. So the <laughs> next car 
uh, was uh, my grandmother's 77 Corvette. So uh, I it was in her driveway since my grandfather passed away. It, it was her car, though. The fo first owner was a Playboy Bunny, and then second owner was my grandmother. So now I'm the third owner of that car. Um, and that was so that that was like, I want to say two years after the game, the, the Venova, I got that car shipped down. And then the year after that was a 74 Firebird that I still own. I picked up um, senior year of high school. My first year in college was the year that I actually got the 83 uh, Mustang GT, though. So now we're into the Fox era of your life. What what attracted you to the Fox body? Ironically enough, I was looking for a 05 to 09 uh, Mustang GT convertible mm -hmm. uh, manual car. That was what I was looking for. I ran across the Fox on Craigslist, the marketplace or Craigslist at the time. And it, it was a V8 car. It was a manual car, carbureted, which for me is actually a really big plus. And so I, I sent it to my dad jokingly saying, oh, look at this car. Um, it was during, you know, beginning of the day and uh, at college. So once I got done with my classes, you know, I had my phone turned on and uh, I had like missed like five calls from my dad who was like, we need to go. Like, I'm coming up, pick you up from the you know, school. We're going straight to the, where the car is and we're going, you know, take a look at this thing because it will be gone the next day. Um, so that's what we did. We drove all the way into Tennessee and got there around 10 o'clock and saw the car. Do you think he was excited because it was a Mustang? I think he was excited because the car ran and drove on the <laughs> listing and had like paint that wasn't rusty and was actually like a relatively really nice car. Mm -hmm. um, even though there was a lot of work to be put into it, it still was a really great buy at the time. And it, and the, the reality is he saw the value of it met my criteria, which is V8 manual car. And it was a Mustang. So, you know, it met my criteria just a little older. <laughs> yeah. So now you you do seem to have an affinity for the 79 to 86 cars or like or I guess maybe more specifically the carbureted cars. Is that does that trend through the rest of your vehicles? Like, is that do you feel like you would ever get an EFI Mustang like Fox Body? Yeah, it's a tough sell now working on the fuel injected Foxes. I mean, I do have more appreciation for them. At the end of the day, for me, um, I'm all about, uh, I call it um, part store repair focus. And so, like, what that means for me is I should be able to take the car to a part store, any part store, you know, and be able to walk in, buy the part I need, and put it on the car in the parking lot. So, with carbureted cars, you can walk into any part store and pick up a new carburetor. And so, that's the biggest appeal for me with the carburetor, you know, keeping those. Mm -hmm. um, because uh, it's just easy to to fix them on the side of the road in the sense. So would I ever get one? I can't say no to that. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's never a never in my life about autom any kind of automotive product. Um, just not necessarily I'm going out of my way to find one. Right. Well, you've said that before that a lot of your cars find you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like all my cars are stray cat cars in a way. Like um, they're, they're cars that I don't think necessarily are the most popular or um, they just, they require kind of high maintenance or high repair work. And, you know, so the Nova was like front end collision. Um, so the, the subframe was, the roof had to be strained. I did, I mean, I spent a long time um, repairing that body work on that car. It was rusty and all that. Um, so 
and it's Corvette's the same way and Firebird. So, and they're not like desirable cars. So, um, so that's why your dad was excited that this one actually was running yeah. and functioning. Yeah, it was. It it ran and drove. It stopped. I mean, it needed new tires, but like it was actually a relatively nice car right off the bat. And at the time, the, the Nova, I had the windshield pushed out. Um, it was not sealed properly anymore um, because I was doing the bodywork, straightening the, that roof pillar where it was hit. Um, so all that was in limbo and nothing was sealing on there. And it just, I mean, when it rained, it filled buckets of water mm. inside the car. And so getting the Mustang, which didn't leak water, was a huge improvement. Uh, tell us about the condition of your car, um, like how you prefer to to keep it. Uh, so with the Mustang, I, it's very much as as original as I can afford to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, you know, I have shorty headers on it, dual exhaust. I have a smog pump delete and a Mishimoto radiator. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's stock 4180C carb, stock motor, the you know, stock cam, everything stock on it um, that I can. It even has the original S-Rod, um, and everything's numbers matching, even down to the carburetor. Everything's original to the car. Um, when I bought it, it was a 103,000 uh, original mile car. I bought it from the first owner, so, like, I have all the documentation for it. So it's it's a, a really original car, and I hate to put, you know, do, do upgrades to it and, like, break that originality for it. Mm-hmm. So... And how many miles does the car have on it now? 131,000. I've put like 29, I guess 28,000 over the past, I think it's five or six years now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sam loves to drive that car. Um, he lives about an hour and a half from the shop, but he is, um, you know, like when, you know, for Foxtoberfest, like came Every day to Fox Overfest, drove back and forth um, over here to Charlotte. And uh, for those of you that don't know, sorry, Fox Overfest is our Fox Body only car show that we have here in Concord, North Carolina. So yeah, Sam was there for four days of the event and drove home every day and drove back, you know, in his Mustang. And you also did just recently, you did another big driving event. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I did a Hot Rod Power Tour 2022. And that was, uh, it's five days, um, five cities. So Memphis was the first day. Um, it was Memphis, um, Nashville, Hoover, Alabama, uh, Pensacola, Florida, and Atlanta, Georgia. And that's when you add all the miles of driving over to Memphis and, and driving back from Atlanta and the driving itself, it was 2,500 miles of driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a blast. I drove every, every minute of it. You know, the car did great in 95, 100 <laughs> degree weather. Yeah. It was a crazy um, heat wave. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah, it did fine. I mean, that's the beauty of a stock Fox. They are just, mm-hmm. they just like to run. They, you know, they putter and they run. Um, and, and I, and yeah, they're great. So now that you are solidly in the Fox Body community, what do you see about that community that you don't see in other um, car, car culture? I'm part of a lot, you know, I'm part of the AACA. I'm, I'm in that area of like Survivor, uh, you know, um, HPOF, uh, Historical Preservation of Original Features for AACA. Um, but I'm also in the Volkswagen community. I mean, a lot of communities, but the Fox community is is unique in the sense it was the first community I, I really got into that it it there was a, a deep appreciation for the cars no matter what the condition they were in 
it, it seemed like I could take, you know, the car and, you know, I don't think my car is, you know, one of these uh, award winning, you know, best of show cars. It really isn't. But I can take it to any, show, you know, Fox event and it seems like Fox people just love it. And and we get to have wonderful conversations about my Fox, their Foxes. And there's really great bonding that happens that isn't happening in other car communities as much as like the Fox community. So that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing that the Fox community has going for it. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely agree. I feel that too. And, you know, at a lot of um, events, a lot of Mustang events or, you know, even just Ford events, but you get a lot of Mustangs, obviously at just general Ford events, but it's, I've said this for a long time. um, You know, Fox bodies are kind of not old enough to be cool and not new enough to be cool. Um, That happens at a lot of the car shows where, I mean, well, really even at Mustang week anymore, like you don't see a lot of classics. It's mostly like newer cars. So the Foxes are the next generation of classics, really, if you think about it. But it's, you know, really, if you just go to a regular car show, there aren't a lot of Foxes there. And so what tends to happen, or I guess, I don't know, this is what I do, but, you know, I'll go around to, you know, each of the Fox people and like, just, you know, talk to them because, the, I just feel like the people outside of the Fox community aren't really as interested in our cars. And so, but obviously, you know, we're super interested in them. So we seek them out at the shows, but um, typically it's really a small showing at a general show. Um, you know, maybe like five or I think even five or six at a general show would be a lot together. So, um, you know, I think that's why we tend to stick together when, because we're, you know, there just aren't a lot of us really out there. Um, at these shows or we just don't get as much attention, I suppose. But it, I, that, that tide is changing now that foxes are getting to an age where the ownership is changing over and now they're getting into the hands of people that, you know, always wanted one and or had one back in the day and had to sell it. And so we see that now happening and, and that that's actually creating more enthusiasm in the community because now people are getting a hold of them that have always wanted them and then they're being brought into like, Hey, come hang out with us, like socially online or, you know, in person. So, um, we definitely feel that momentum growing. Oh, I wanted to tell you guys that, um, like I said, Sam does our social media and he also is helping me with like plan our shows. So we're working on Fox Soberfest together. The theme for this year, we submitted like several different options for people to choose from. And the winning option was actually um, Sam's idea. So I'm going to let him tell you what our featured section at Foxtoberfest is this year. Yeah. So our featured section at Foxtoberfest is uh, the Misfits. And that's in the spirit of, of Foxtoberfest being welcoming to all condition of foxes. You know, it doesn't matter if you're on rotisserie, if it's you just pull it out of the junkyard or you're a full, you know, full build best of show style type of car. Like it doesn't matter. You are part of Fox Toberfest when you show up. Um, so in that spirit, Misfit, you know, featured sections all about putting on, on this, the front stage, the cars that normally don't get to be on front stage. There's, um, there's actually already um, submissions. There's a Google form that you can go on our uh, social media um, at uh, the Fox Toberfest uh, car show on Facebook and Instagram. And there's a Google form on those posts um, that you can submit, but uh, one of the submissions is a, a really cool drift fox. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a one JZ in it, which is really different in the sense in the for um, foxes to see a Japanese motor swapped into it. But it's a full-on drift car, and uh, 
um, survived a, a garage fire and, and all this. And the, it's so cool to see that kind of car, but you never see that at a show. Yeah, so the Misfits is just all about supporting those cars that don't get to be in the spotlight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and feel free, you know, submit on, on that Google form. We, you know, we're going to keep those submissions open as long as we can as there's spots available. Um, so please submit. Yeah. We, there's also another uh, Fox that was on um, Hot Rod Power Tour with Sam that is um, he took a, um, a coupe. No, a hatch. He, he took, yeah, he took a hatch. Okay, yeah. Uh, he, so this guy, I, I just saw the car out of my eye. I instantly fell in love with it. So to describe this car, it's a primer car. It got those big Texan horns on the front. And so, you know, you see that and you're like, hmm, that's a fox. But then you get up to it and you realize it was a hatch car that doesn't have a hatch anymore. Instead, the guy cut it off and turned it into a Ranchero style fox. Um, called the Fox Chero. What it's just a crazy car to see, and to to make people not feel so bad or get upset over a fox being chopped like that. It was a severely rusted car. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's bad the rust. Yeah, and so to bring a car back like that from the brink, I mean, that's what that drift fox is too. I mean, it was if you see the before pictures, like it was literally burned beyond recognition. Um, in the garage. And then like Sam said, this other one was, you know, just rusty beyond repair. And so, you know, why repair it when you can just like cut it off and put a flatbed back there? So yeah, those are, those are the types of things that, um, that we're looking to get that are just really unusual and, um, but it's really interesting, you know, it's like, you can see, you know, a whole line of a hundred gorgeous, perfect foxes but i guarantee like this section that we're creating is going to get so much attention because it's just really unusual creative um there's someone else that uh, matt heimer from horseplay auto built a convertible svo which there were no convertible svos so that car is probably not coming but that is still in the spirit of you know what we're looking for um i wanted to tell you guys we also have a Facebook group called I Speak Fox Body. If you're interested in joining over there, we do have lots of great discussions. We also um, ask people in the group to tell us their stories about their foxes. They're called foxtails. And then we put those on our Fox Mustang Restoration Facebook page as well. So lots of great content. You can, you know, ask questions, a lot of good community in there. And um, we love all of those people in there. It, um, it really is important to have lots of different points of view and um, discuss things in a civil way, which everyone does there. And um, it's really it's really enjoyable for us. And I, everyone else seems to enjoy it, too. So um, but we just like hanging out with our people. <laughs> you know, it feels good to to be surrounded by other Fox people. So for those of you interested, I wanted to let you know that Foxtoberfest registration is now open. So you can go to foxtoberfest.com. We have some really exciting things this year where we will have a an entire paved lot where all of the spaces are numbered. And so lots of options because of that. We'll have designated categories. If you have a specialty vehicle, a specialty fox and you want to be parked with other specialty foxes, we'll have um, Celine, Cobra, SVO. Um, we, we're also creating a section for project cars. We have non-Mustang Foxes like Capris and um, Zephyrs and LTDs. And we have uh, SSPs, which are the police Mustangs, GT350s, pace cars, and feature convertibles. So if you have any of those, you can um, grab one of those spots if they're still available. 
We also have a VIP section that gets you some um, extra special um, amenities. So you can check that out as well. And uh, you can also sell your fox at Fox River Fest. We have um, sort of a fox corral over there. So if you would like to be in the show, go head on over there and register. I can't guarantee what's left, but if there any are any of those spots, um, you should grab them. After that sells out the paved section, then um, it is grass parking from there on. We will also have um, a swap meet. Of course, spectators are welcome. And it is a four-day event, so it starts on Wednesday and ends on Saturday. So check out that full schedule. There's a lot of exciting things to come in early for. All right, um, we're going to wrap this up, but I wanted to um, ask Sam, is there anything else you would like to say? The one thing I, I want to end on is uh, go drive your foxes. Like, they're cars. They, it's healthy for the car to be driven. You know, it doesn't matter if you're driving off the trailer and driving around the block once with it, but or if you're driving it to Power Tour. You know, either way, go enjoy your car. Um, get it out. You know, let people see them. That's, the, that's how you grow the community. That's how you get people interested, seeing these cars at gas stations, at grocery stores um, and at car shows yeah absolutely I could not agree more um, I have a daily driver as well her name is Peaches and um, yeah that's the fun of a fox is driving it alright well thanks for being on the podcast we appreciate it and we'll uh, talk to you the rest of you soon